Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. about the whole you know spotify neil young thing and stuff like that and uh the guy was kind of simping a little bit for joe rogan the host on there and he's like you know he admits when he's wrong sometimes you know if he doesn't get the uh you know the right information blah blah i'm like yeah but then somebody has to come at him and tell him that to his face that's when he acts like a bitch and, be, and it says you know i get and My- then, but the thing was is that uh you know and then other people are like and then I wrote on on um, Twitter that we're, you know, you know that we're bailing Spotify, and some reply goes, "Shit podcast anyway, see ya." So I went on. The, I was like, "Who the fuck is this cloud?" So I went on his thing. He is a proponent of um, a mixture of free ideas and um, free exchange of ideas is important to him. And I'm like, and I started to laugh because I was listening to this other podcast, and this guy goes, "Yeah, you know, people always say like." you know um oh free speech free speech free speech nigga and the 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 podcast was talking about how nazism is rising in uh, germany now much with because of QAnon, where it is where it is actually illegal yeah in germany it's illegal to be a nazi they have free speech but not that (laughs) yeah he says he goes that he goes yeah he goes he goes and he goes they take that shit way seriously over there he goes because uh he goes a buddy of mine he was on the train and decided to just be a dick. He goes and started singing this old Nazi song. He goes, three old dudes. He goes, they were like 60 and 70. Got up from the, tr- um, from the back of the train, came over and beat the shit out of him for, yeah. for just even um, doing that. And he said he was just doing it just to fuck around. And the guy goes, yeah, he goes, but that's it. Freedom of speech. He goes, but doesn't, he goes, doesn't give you freedom from getting your ass kicked by, yeah, <laughs> by three 60, 70 year olds. I know, and I, I start cracking up, and I was like, I go, I love how people, like, jump on that, like, going, oh, what, we can't have a free exchange of ideas. You want a free exchange of ideas when it's your idea. You don't give a shit well, about only, anybody else's. Not only that, no one who is a fan of Joe Rogan right now should be complaining. Technically, he won. Yeah. Because they removed Neil Young. I think Neil Young chose to be removed. Well, he said, yeah, he said, he said that, yeah, remove me yeah. because of Joe Rogan. 
So he was removed from the, the thing, and now no one's saying anything, and Joe Rogan can continue to be uninformed. Yeah. So my problem with Joe Rogan is I've listened to a few of his podcasts. Like if he has someone on there that I, I like, some he's not shit all the time. The problem is he has the same issue that Trump has. Um, well, one particular issue that Trump has, and a lot of people have, is he doesn't really know what a lot of people are talking about. He kind of has a general idea, but he does. he's not an expert, obviously. I don't expect him to be. He's an MMA fighter. <laughs> I don't expect him to be a fucking scientist. But he will believe most of what anyone says if yeah. they say it in an intelligent way. He's argued some things. And I've heard him say it before, and he's argued some points that are pretty valid, and he knows a little bit about fine, fine, fine. But when he's outside of his lane, it could go either way. Right. It just depends on who who's selling what and how good they are at it. And the problem with that is is it's not so much a problem with Joe Rogan. The problem is is that his the people who listen to him take his word as gospel. Yeah. <laughs> Anything he says. I've heard Joe Rogan a few times. I still think he's pretty irresponsible, but I've heard him say a few times, I'm not an expert at anything. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But he also talks like he knows, what like is... he's an expert at everything, and then right. he talks that he believes everything in this and that. Um, the problem is, is that his podcast is a lot like ours in format, where he's just a normal dude talking the difference is, is that he has some really weird beliefs on things that are unfounded, but because he has such a big platform, and here's an issue with just America in general. Why why did Joe Rogan win? And I read this in, a, in an article in the Washington Post. This is a great point that they made. Um, Joe Rogan won over Neil Young because Spotify is not a music service. It's a tech company. Yeah. So what's going to make them the most amount of money? It's not Neil Young. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah. You know, but it's it's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan pulls way more than Neil Young. Obviously, someone else left to another old, like his friend Neil Young's friend, who was a yeah. folk singer, Jody something or oh, Joni something. Yeah, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Thank you. One who sung the River Song. River yeah. Song. I don't know her that much. And there, and um, and there, I was reading where there's a bunch of other older musicians that are going to pull the same thing. Uh, the, the, uh, the daily show put, cause he goes, yeah, Neil Young says that now, but when he, he's going to miss that dollar 75 check he gets from Spotify. <laughs> yeah. and listen, Spotify pays very little compared to other ones. I think Apple pays more than Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's been people that have said like for the longest time, like Taylor Swift and like the Beatles didn't have their music on there because they're like, oh, you're not paying shit. You know, T Pain called him out one time. I remember he posted posted a whole chart of what everybody pays per listen. Yeah, and then how and he called them all out, and they all got mad at him. Um, <laughs> one thing this whole debacle did is it reminded me how much I love the Neil Young um, Harvest album. I forgot that I like that album, <laughs> um, and I have ordered it on vinyl. It will be here sometime um, this week. So I'm very excited about that. And it's the original pressing too. The dude did the um the explanation and he goes, um, the cover is in good condition, a little bit of creasing. Um, the sl the sleeve that it goes in is separating, but it's got tape on it. He goes, and there's there's some scuff and stuff on the record, 
but it plays. <laughs> he goes, God bless it, it plays. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, charging cool. and that's why I'm charging three hundred and fifty dollars for it. <laughs> no, it was you know it was six bucks. That's cool. Yeah. If yeah. you get used vinyls, it's not that expensive. It's the the new the newer print or if it's a mint condition. But because a lot of people I've I've read on I've been reading I follow like some vinyl stuff. I like vinyls, but um the newer generation you know and i'm not that old i mean i'm i'm too young for vinyls technically um but like the younger people like teenagers and early 20s they don't want any cracking or any like distortion at all like any noise in the background and it's like well that's it's a vinyl yeah you know what i mean that's so, what made, that's what made it's that like when you when people that heard vinyl and they hear that crackle and the pop that's what they yeah. go with yeah like those are the people or like the background or the background hiss when you hear on cassettes. Yeah. Yeah. And while the, while this is a completely valid reason for them to want to get into vinyls, they're more doing it for the aesthetic, for the, yeah. you know, they're not nostalgic for. I remember when I was a kid having vinyls when my mom had them just because we still had it, yeah. you know, but I just like them, you know. Yeah. And um, so I don't mind. I have a Lionel Richie album I found at Goodwill for a dollar. And it's the one that has hello. Oh, right. And it, right. it has a little little bit of crackling in the background, but it just sounds nice. You know, that's yeah. fine. I'll listen to some Lionel Richie. As long as it's not the Dancing on the Ceiling album, I'll listen to it just <laughs> fine. But I, I got a couple albums coming in. I just got um, Raekwon, uh Only Made for Cuban Links. <laughs> listen, we out here with this Wu-Tang solo album, okay? <laughs> <laughs> bump of that shit today that's a new pressing though the wu-tang album original pressings are i'm not paying that kind of money <laughs> so all right um well before we get into this any deeper uh welcome everybody to the lazy geeks podcast a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world just needs to deal with it i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley um so with that whole spotify thingy and uh and uh all that we are leaving anchor um just i mean you know like we are we are leaving because you know it's a it's a principal thing it is owned by spotify um but uh for you know they're you know it, it i mean now spotify is over there saying like we're gonna put a disclaimer on any episode that has to do with the covid19 vaccine um even though that's not really the core of it, I mean, there's still, they, you know, Joe Rogan does. I mean, fuck, Joe Rogan said he took ivermectin when he got, you know, um, It's not COVID. even about the vaccine. Joe Rogan's just misinformed on a lot of shit. Yeah. And, when, and he talks about medical shit all the time. And when one of his close buddies is Alex Jones, kind of like, yeah, he's not all right up there. Um, and, hey, people can say a lot about, you know, it's like, well, you can't judge me by my friends. Yes, you can. You really yeah, you can. can. You can, that tells you a lot about saying go you you are who the, comp you, the company, the company you, you keep or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. of course yeah you know and you know and yeah i hang out with a bunch of strippers does that make me a whore yeah probably um <laughs> you know it is what it is yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um at least i'm honest with myself exactly i don't delude myself and uh, i kind of i kind of on the fence with joe rogan to be honest like i do i i am someone probably a little bit more than steve sometimes <laughs> that I'm for free speech. You want to say a bunch of stupid shit? 
and I, and you can think like, okay, well, it's kind of the responsibility of the audience. The problem is the audience is so stupid. Like <laughs> there's so many people who just blindly believe anything. Yeah. And it's always been that way. There's always a percentage of humanity that believes how the snake you, oil. Salesman, how do you think, but... how do you think cults started? Like, I mean, right. you know, that, that's always been that now, now to, 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 to dovetail on what Adam said, I do believe in free speech. I do. The problem is, is I do not believe in freedom of consequence. Because that's right. what a lot of people keep saying. It's like, oh, well, you know, it's like you shouldn't do it because it's, it's, it's free speech. And you're like, no, I have exactly the right to do what I want to do in regards to something that I don't like. You know, that I used to have that same problem when people were back in the 80s when Married with Children came on and you had these uptight white. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uptight white wealthy women that wanted it canceled. We believe Fox should take it off the air. And, you know, and I was like, don't fucking watch it. You know, there's a meme that I saw today on Twitter that had um, that scene from Generations where Data takes his drink for the first time. And, um, you know, it's that scene where he goes, oh, my God, this is it's awful. It's revolting. I'll yeah. have another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you like another one? Yes, please. And it was um, Data was supposed to be Star Trek haters. And then. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Guinan was uh, Alex Kurtzman. Would you like some more? Yes, please. And it's so true, you know. Sometimes, you know, and that was the same thing with Howard Stern. Like, people hated Howard Stern, but they listened to him because they, you know, and it was... They want to know what he says next exactly. so they can talk shit. Yeah, and so I believe in freedom of speech. I always have. But that does not mean just because you say something, like I said in the beginning, you know, where that guy whistled that Nazi that Nazi song, doesn't free you up from, from a couple Get of... Your ass getting your ass whooped. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for real. But even in this case, Joe Rogan has no consequence. Yeah. And I think that's the bigger issue here, too. And Spotify invested in a, so much money in exactly. him. In that, America, money talks. Exactly. If you're making money, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Because you're making everybody money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All it is is just bad PR. That's Watch, all Watch, I is. guarantee you. As soon as he stops being relevant, like he's not making a lot of money, all of a sudden Spotify is going to vilify him. <laughs> oh yeah, he'll say one thing wrong and be like, "We're we're done. We're we're appeasing the moral majority of you know." It's like, oh, "Fuck you." Um, yeah. So in in those instances, yeah, it's freedom of choice. I don't use Spotify except sometimes I use it when I post the thing on on um, on the website because the player actually looks better. But now we're migrating over to Transistor. And uh, so the reason why I'm mentioning that is that if this last week's episode, you know, gets delayed by like a few days, that's why it's happening. Um, that's why it happened. And the same thing will happen with uh, the away team. And we're moving all ours to, you know, a paid a paid hosting company. But, um, yeah, it's just it's I've you know, I've been kind of getting a little tired with Anchor. The, their interface has been mildly changed over the last, what, two years that we've had it. Um, but again, it's free. So what are you going to do? You can't really complain. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, but they, they added a cool thing on Transistor. They said they, they've added this extra piece that you can do pre-roll or post-roll, which basically means that it's like what Anchor did with ads, but this is something you can do. So you can do like, Hey, you know, we're making some changes to the website or, you know, some stuff's going on and then you can add it to all, it can pre-roll and add to all your episodes that are on there. 
So mm. a lot of them, some people were saying, yeah, they go, when I, when I took a little bit of a break, say, yeah, this episode, the last episode I did was 2018, it's 2020, but I'm coming back with new shows, blah, blah, blah. He goes, it allows him to be able to give like updates and stuff like that. But, you know, he can go back like three years where people are just starting to listen to him, you know? So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. So, um, but yeah, so that's kind of what we're doing, you know, and, and, you know, um, and we understand Spotify has every reason to do what they're doing because they're making money off Joe Rogan. But that does not mean that anybody that des- decides to stop listening or stop supporting Spotify doesn't have a right either. Because, you know, the people that are sitting there saying like, well, you shouldn't bail on Spotify. They're just expressing freedom of speech. Remember when you guys all bailed on Twitter and Facebook because they censored Trump? It's the exact same thing. So, you know. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird. Like, I, I – um. I don't listen to Joe Rogan anyway, yeah. but I know that if I said that right now on like Twitter or whatever, people will be like, oh, you're a bitch. You wouldn't have gave a fuck two weeks ago. Right. If I said I didn't listen to Joe Rogan. You know, it's like people really need to just get outside and touch grass. It's, it's <laughs> not. And one, the only thing where I was kind of like, fuck all that. Like I kind of didn't get emotional, but I was just kind of like, whatever is I value music at least enough to respect Neil Young more than Joe Rogan. I do have to admit with, um, I agree with Neil Young, music quality on Spotify is shitty compared to like Apple music. Oh, it's always been that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the best one, I think if I were to tier them by, by just audio quality, um, from best to worst, it would be title, uh, Apple music, YouTube music and then Spotify on the bottom and any, any other service is so irrelevant. I don't remember it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, YouTube's not that great. And a lot, um, the re- the thing, the re- the problem with YouTube too, is that it fucking, the quality's all over the fucking place yeah. on YouTube. Um, title is always number one. I mean, they have masters and shit, but yeah. Apple's been getting into that too. Yeah. And they also do um, that spatial audio now. You yeah, know, yeah, when you do it, and I can hear That's it pretty too. Dope. I can hear that too. Like I, I was, what was it? It was uh, there was some. Tr- I was listening to a playlist that I made, and you can tell because there are certain tracks that I uploaded, and you know they they upped the quality a little bit on it. Yeah, and then all of a sudden there was a track that I think that they still had, and all of a sudden I heard like the spatial audio and it like these extra little echoes and all this. Stuff. I was like, going, oh shit! Like I literally stopped walking and was like, damn! <laughs> I can. But hear- I went to. I went to Apple Music the other day because I was listening, just listening to music normal, and um, right on the front page is Neil Young lives here. <laughs> yeah. you know? I'm yeah. like, that's so funny to me. And you know they're gonna do it because it's. And I but, I heard that um, uh, fucking what's the satellite Sirius XM? Oh, had, they they brought back they, they brought back their Neil Young channel. Of course, you know, let's ride the wave a little yeah. bit, make a little bit of money. I don't blame them for that. But yeah, I heard it's Apple was too, trolling. Uh, I heard Apple was trolling Spotify. <laughs> They were, yeah. It's it's just, and yeah, I will admit Neil Young sometimes, and it's many times he comes off as a bit of a grumpy old man because he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's always been grumpy. Now he's old. When he was you relevant know. in the '60s, he was grumpy. He so. was grumpy. Yeah, <laughs> he's always, but he's always been kind of an activist. He gets, yeah. you know, he he doesn't mind um, shaking the status quo a little bit, and he and you can tell that because a lot of artists aren't going to say shit because Spotify's paying them money. Neil right. Young don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's got money. He got Neil Young money. He don't give a fuck, <laughs> you know. So he's got the Neil Young and uh, 
Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young money too. You know, you know, and and honestly, even people who might not agree with him still need to respect him. I mean, he yeah. he stood up for what he believed, and he he picked up his shit and left. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people will will not do. I won't do that <laughs> if my boss is. I mean, we, when I was in a meeting at my my current job, they were talking about how um. They talked about how they don't trust the government for vaccines, and then suddenly we started talking about Bill Gates' um, cyber city and how he's going to track everyone through the streets. These are the people I work with. <laughs> Am I going to sit there and tell my boss she's a fucking idiot? No, mm-hmm. I, I need money. You know, let me pay my bills. Right. You know what I mean? So it's pretty cool that he did that. Um, you know, and stood up for what he believed in. But it's been funny too um, because they've been saying that the. Like Joni Mitchell and Neil Young have been like trending number one over there at like spot at, on oh, yeah. Apple Music and all that stuff. And I go, yeah, because yeah. you're like, who are these? And they listen to their music, like, oh shit, these are actually pretty good. <laughs> and you know what? It's the perfect time too because I have noticed something. You can say what you want about young people nowadays, and the problem is a lot of people only see the young people that are on TikTok, and most of them <laughs> are like the shitty people from every generation. <laughs> um, but young now, and I've said this before to Steve and on the podcast. Um, and both because they're universal, I guess. <laughs> um, the everyone is living in this like digital space now, so when something came out isn't as relevant. I don't know if a lot of people have noticed, but each decade isn't as defined as it was before. The '90s and the '80s were completely different from each other. Yeah. But now, like the tens and the who fucking knows the difference? Not me, <laughs> you know. And I've noticed a lot of young people have been listening to older music because it's all on the same fucking thing. They're using to hear new shit. Um, My kids alone. I mean, my kids, um, I noticed when this Neil Young thing was happening, they asked me, they go, is Neil Young like good? I go, he's like a folk country rock singer from the, from the seventies. He is known to be one of the greatest singer songwriters of all time. That's all I said. Um, And I've, been seeing my girl might so my daughter's been been jamming out to a little bit of neil young <laughs> you know because it's it's new to them well what's funny too you know? is that like um you know those uh fans of taylor swift the swifties um yeah. when she claimed that she goes oh she goes i grew up listening to neil young she goes that was a big inspiration for me and then suddenly like neil young started becoming trending a little more because she's like yeah they were an inf- he's an influence on me um and that's the, that's really the thing like so well, of course Taylor Swift's gonna like Neil Young. I yeah. mean, they're basically the same, <laughs> right? Just in different decades. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like at work, like at work, we listen to Spotify, but we listen to free Spotify, so it's you know you're not paying for it. Um, but Fuck I that free Spotify commercial every other damn song. <laughs> um, Might as well listen to the radio. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's, it's funny too because at, since I've been listening to it at work, I've been thinking of like going, maybe I should get one of those like was it iHeartRadio that actually plays like radio feeds. I was like, maybe I'll listen to the radio again. They play just as much commercials. At least it's different. Um, download like the Apple Music app and just log in. Oh, not on the work computer. This is the we have um, Spotify's oh, on okay. installed on the work computer. Yeah, fuck all that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like fuck them. They don't need to listen to my shit. Um, but I was, I found like everybody was playing like, you know, different music and stuff like that. But like most of the times we're playing like '80s music just because it's pretty generic and most people. You know, are happy with it. And it doesn't have a bunch of, it usually doesn't have a bunch of curse words in it and shit because you're at work. Yeah. So I decided to go. It's been really quiet lately. So I decided to play um, a 70s playlist. And um, so I put it on there. And like, we have quite a few young people and they're like, who's singing this song? 
and I looked at it and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, it's a Stephen Miller band. And they're like, I've never heard of them. I was like, yeah, they, they were popular in the 70s and 80s. And they listened to the song and then all of a sudden, like they're looking it up on their phone and like, you know, catching to it. You know, it's like going, yeah, I go. But the coolest thing in the world, because fucking Stevie Wonder is going to be universal for everything. Oh, hell yeah. Superstition came on. Yep. And all of a sudden, it's just, you hear that bass coming out. And all of a sudden, like, immediately when I started hearing it, I started kind of grooving behind the counter. And I kind of looked up at the at the people walking, and people walk in the store, and they're all kind of kind of grooving a little bit to the music. I was like, fucking just tells you how cla- timeless Stevie Wonder, that song is. It's like, you just have that well, kind of. It's kind of sad, because I remember in the 90s, when I was a kid, that's why I'm saying the 90s, um, whenever someone, like, whenever on TV they brought up the 70s, it was always psychedelic, which yeah. was only one genre of such a complex mix of fucking music. And oh, God, yeah. It, it really is a disservice to people if they believe that. Because when I was a kid, I was like, well, fuck this. I mean, I don't listen to a bunch of drugged out assholes <laughs> singing songs, <laughs> you know. Right. But now I've gotten, I've gotten older. I've kind of been looking back. Some of the most beautiful lyrics you've ever oh, heard. Yeah. I mean, these people were really writing some shit. Well, that was like, you the, know? that was the thing, too. Like, I was watching... Um... CNN did these series about certain decades, like they did the 80s, the 90s, they did the 70s, and um, they and then they broke it up like over television and movies and politics, and, and so they had music, and then they started playing like all these artists from the 70s, and I was like going, like, damn, I didn't realize like just how eclectic the music yeah. scene really was, and I mean, I was born in 73, but most of my memories came from like the early 80s, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like listening to some of that and hearing Tom Hanks goes, oh, yeah, when I was a kid, he goes, if you were lucky, you got to sit in the girl's car and you were always listening to Carol King's Tapestry, you know, and then they were playing some of that music and they were playing like Linda Rotstad and like the Eagles and and uh, Stephen Miller band. And you're just listening to all these. And I was like, going, yeah, it's like some pretty eclectic music. Like, people think the 70s and they automatically think of like the Bee Gees, you know, or disco. Right. And it's such a small part of the 70s. Well, it's like the they do that with every decade, though. Like the the eighties, you're immediately thinking Guns N' Roses or some fucking movie soundtrack. It's it's funny but because there's... it's funny with the eighties. It's either late eighties where it's all everybody's wearing, you know, that's Guns N' Roses, or early eighties where everybody's dressed up like Wham. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then the nineties. Whenever I see young people in the '90s, it's always Tupac or Biggie. Yeah, there's no other hip hop. Yeah, and it's like, or they like, completely forget rock existed. Yeah, when you kind of <laughs> laugh and you're like, no, that wasn't the '90s. Like that was a small section of the late right. '90s. Like, <laughs> you know what music genre gets forgotten the most in the '90s is alternative, because yeah. I mean, it kind of should. I mean, let's be honest. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> except for a couple of a couple of hits. Closing time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I I and I like that fucking that folksy music a lot when I'm yeah. working or something because it's just real cool to have in the background. Yeah. Like I I got the I got the Neil Young Harvest album coming, which has um it's that damn song that he does. One of his, it's like one of his most popular songs. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I also have John Denver's greatest hits <laughs> on vinyl coming because that's ain't nothing like John Denver put in the background. No, nah, no, nah. come on now, you know. So we out here a little bit. Got um, you got that air supply. 
Oh yeah, I did. I got air supply for that one song too. <laughs> Actually, that that if that's the right if that's the album I'm thinking of, it's a pretty good album. Um, yeah, my brother I've never heard the album. I've only heard my that brother. Song. My brother loved Air Supply back in the day, and that I mean, who did? That's that's what kind of got me too. It was like making love out of nothing at all, making love. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like I was. Um, Back during the, the the heavy pandemic, you know, when, like, nobody's leaving the house, I remember taking a walk, and I just, like, being all kind of stressed out, you know, because, of course, you know, I'm at home with my brother, and it's just, like, you know, there's no real privacy, and it's just, like, kind of driving you nuts. Um, I remember l- going for a walk, and then I ended up listening to, um, oh, God, what was it, um, Jackson Brown, and I was kind of, like, because he was part of that whole scene with, like, Linda Rodstad and like um, and uh, the Eagles and like all of them. And I remember listening to him and um, oh god, what the fuck? I just had his. Um, you're talking folksy, and I just it, it he came into my mind. Um, Bob Dylan, because mm. I never really listened to Bob Dylan except for the couple of songs you see on those infomercials where they talk about music from the uh-huh. '60s, you know. And I actually listened. I was like, actually, he's got a lot of good shit on here, you know. So, yeah, I've been kind of listening to him because some of the new music is like, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to sound like a grumpy old man, you know. It's like some of this music is kind of garbage. Um, and I don't, I don't want to sound like a prude, but I've just kind of, I've accepted it. It's too on the nose sometimes. Like, <laughs> innuendo doesn't exist anymore. Oh yeah, you know, it's just like, it's too graphic and. It doesn't make me go, ew. You know what I mean? Like, I've had sex before, bro. It's cool. But it's not entertaining to listen to. And then I also have kids, so I can't really (laughs) have that shit on. You know, even my kids, like, a lot of my, I don't know what I did right, but my kids won't listen to new shit, really. Because they're like, why? So I can hear someone going to shoot somebody or, you know, a bunch of graphic, sexual graphic stuff. They just get old. They get old real fast. What's funny is, like, you know, people talk about, like, Oh, you know, and the NWA came on the scene and Ice Ice T came on the scene, you know, and I was like going, you know, I go, they came on the scene because it was underground. You weren't hearing that shit on the radio. Like, and also, too, I get real pissed off and maybe more pissed off than I should. Or maybe I'm just from a nostalgic lens, but I don't like when they can compare like little Uzi Vert or whatever <laughs> to Ice Cube. Like, I get it. They're both talking about gang life shit but ice cube's trying to tell you something yeah like he's saying this is my life it sucks right or then he had a couple club bangers of course we all do you know, they all do it but the the newer people they're really not saying much half of the time no. and then my some of them are but my issue is just the delivery is is not for me like the whole the auto tune's gone full bore no, yeah. and then like people who really shouldn't be singing are singing like are you a rapper don't sing <laughs> stay in your lane it sounds really bad you yeah. know yeah and then the mumble thing and oh, it's God, just like yeah. whatever yeah because i was there's good new stuff though but it's yeah. just because i sift through the shit because i was uh what was it uh so i was talking to a couple of the um the kids at, at work you know i'm like one of them's 20 the other one is like 24 you know and they're like you know, and they kind of couldn't gauge how old I was and tell them, I go, okay, basically, you want to know? I graduated high school in 1991. I go, that there you go. And they're like, oh, shit. 
They're like, really? Ancient. And they're, yeah, and they're just kind of like, I never <laughs> thought you were like that old. They're like, fuck. And, um, you you graduated high school in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you sound really old. You graduated in the 20th century. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> um, and so you know, so they were asking me a couple of questions. They were like, you know, because they they were kind of questioning like what they've heard, you know. And they're like, and so like, did like you know? And somebody said they go because um, uh, something something came up where Ice Cube came up, and then I go, and then um. I had said something about NWA and they're like going, yeah, I saw that. So did they really just like pop up out of nowhere? I go, no, I go, it's something you always hear on TV. Like they, they popped up out of nowhere. I go, you got to remember, well, especially I, you, cause you were in California. So you probably yeah. heard of them before well, yeah. someone where I was, but, did. The, but the thing was, is that that shit was never on the radio. Like rap was never no. on the radio. Um, People were swapping mixtapes. Yeah. Then. And that was how I heard it because you know, a friend of mine heard it from someone. He got a tape, and it was just all bootleg shit. And mm-hmm. then, um, in you know, and in high school, it was all Walkmans. Like everybody had a Walkman. You know, just kind of you're always kind of disconnecting the 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 earpieces, so then you can you can sneak it up through the sleeve of your jacket, and then like lean mm-hmm. against your hand where you had it right there, so you're listening to shit. Um, and that was like I remember hearing it through uh, hearing NWA through one of my buddies. It was NWA Ice T. Um, fucking um oh god what was the other one um damn there's a couple others that i remember off and um i'd be like oh shit and they're like oh yeah i'll make you copy i was like cool and that's how they got around like it was getting through that and then it wasn't until mtv when they started actually airing the music videos of them that then it blew off yeah like you know but like i was you know listening to all that on fucking bootleg tapes and shit and i uh, think with the we still had that in the nineties, but we had like, I had a discman. Yeah. And it was a little more difficult because you had to have a whole computer to be yeah. burning CDs and shit. You know, yeah. we still did it, but it wasn't as, I know the eighties was fucking people were swapping tapes, like fucking STDs. Oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck was just passing tapes around that. It, that sounds it was great. Passing, it was passing faster than Omicron like that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too soon? And that's kind of, <laughs> I remember hearing the radio, the radio people got upset because you couldn't do that when it was vinyl either. Yeah. No one had a vinyl recorder. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, but when cassettes came out, they were like, they were recording shit off the radio and swap. It's like, oh, no one's listening to the radio. Everyone's listening to the radio. Yeah, oh, we had down. no other alternative. I mean, it was yeah. like either a cassette tape. And the thing was, is like cassette tapes could only hold at most like eight or nine songs, depending on the length of the song. You know? Yeah. Um, I used to. Was it like. Because like I'm trying I, to remember the minutes on. I think it was like a half an hour or something. It was yeah. It was well no. It was roughly about like depending on the tape you had because you could, the most you could get was like ninety minutes. Get um, them high fi tapes. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, but the thing was is like when I remember you know growing. Uh, I was a you know in theater when I was younger. So when we went to New York, we actually saw some Broadway shows. But when you were buying the music, the soundtrack for those shows, like Les Mis, Rob, prime example. Um, I didn't have a CD player because this was like 88, you know, and it was still a little expensive. And uh, so I remember buying the two pack um, cassettes. Then a bud- um, one of my friends, she had gotten a CD and I was listening. I'm like, that song isn't on this one. Like they were cutting out shit because they, they needed it to fit. So it wasn't until I got the CDs that I was like, going, oh, shit, I did uh, this song. Oh, man. You know, it was like a bunch of shit that they cut out because of that. Now, when I was in elementary um i had i had a a walkman 
Like one of them, one of them off-brand Walkmans made by like a Quate or some ghetto shit. <laughs> Xenon or do, something like that. <laughs> yeah. What we used to do is we would get, we would hit up like um, the thrift store. Mm. You would find like tapes for like a quarter that yeah. no one wanted to listen to. Right. Like they were old, crusty-ass fucking country tapes or some stupid like that. I grew up in New England, so country tape was useless. Mm. Um and then we put the fucking toilet paper in the in the tab on top. Oh yeah. And then you could record over that bitch. So we were making our own mixtapes. It's like, hey yo, throw this one in. This one's hot. It's the new Wu Tang album. <laughs> and it's like, bro, this is like Elvis sings Christmas. But nah, fuck, <laughs> I forgot to label it. <laughs> put that shit in, you know. But then once I hit high school, we all had um, we all had CD players. Yeah. Um, and that was that was the era where um, you know, you get in a whip. Hey Adam, you know that new, that new fucking I don't know whatever album came out. Oh yeah, I picked that up. Get the binder from over there. Big ass fucking binder of CDs. Oh shit! It's like you open in the first Bible. Bro. It was like, like a trapper keeper of fucking for CD. real. Yeah. I remember. And those. my binder was always disorganized. Like you'd have music, an Xbox CD was in. <laughs> Oh shit! Is that Halo? I'm looking for that. I, I remember when they slowly transitioned from uh, CD binders to DVD binders. Like people were keeping yeah. their movies in there and shit. Um, I remember uh, this was what mid late '80s. It's probably like '89 or something like that. No, no '90, '90. And um, this one dude, he was like, he was one of those like mixed like asian american kind of guy so obviously he was really good looking a lot of chicks liked him and stuff like that but he was a cool cat like he didn't let it go to his head so he was a senior i was a junior and he would be like hey what's going on man you know and he'd talk to me but he had this at the time like the little uh honda um civic hatchbacks were like really popular a lot of mm-hmm. them would like lower him and shit and then put in like expensive you know sound system and stuff and he had a cd player so he was like the shit you know like Oh, you got them CD players, dude, like in the car, like, oh, shit, you know, and he had like this full, like he had one of those like big packs for like the CDs and stuff like that. He had all these CDs as a pride of his collection. One day um, at the, the, the gas station across the street from my high school, um, when they were filling up the tank underneath, a spark happened and the gas station blew up. No. And uh I remember being in on the far side of campus and feeling like the ground rocked. And we're like, what the fuck was that? Like, they thought it was an earthquake. And we looked around. I'm like, no. I remember looking out the window, seeing this big black plume of smoke. And I was like, oh, shit. So we got moved over there. And, like, it had burned part of the International House of Pancakes that was right next to it. And melted, like, a bunch of cars that were parked on the back side of the, of the gas station, including my dude's car. Damn. All his CDs melted, everything. And it was just like, you ever see an 18-year-old cry? That's why. <laughs> he was. Yeah. I was like, fuck, dude, that sucked. I still remember my ghetto ass in high school. I had that um, 75 Ford Granada. Mm-hmm. So when I bought it, it was stock. It had an AM only radio. <laughs> and it had it had the holes for two speakers in the front and two in the back. But it only had one single in the middle of the dashboard. <laughs> so I got two speakers in the front, two in the back. I didn't get subs. And I got a CD a CD player. All Sony explode, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought it was the shit, bro. 
I just cruise into, and I would I wouldn't even really play it that loud because I usually I'm not one to play music that loud until I pull into the school parking lot. <laughs> Motherfucker, you turn that shit all the way up. <laughs> you see people looking at you like, "Hey, what up, bro?" <laughs> so stupid, bro. Um, oh yeah, and I, I the other vinyl I got was Foreigner, but only because it's got cold as ice on it. Oh, yeah. it's cold, cold as ice. ice. <laughs> oh, oh shit. So uh don't mind us, we're just old and fucking <laughs> walking down memory lane. Uh speaking of old, um so something really pissed off Adam this week. Oh my god, bro. Fucking Tennessee. Let me read the article. Yeah. Um this article from the New York Times. <clears throat> Let me move it to my monitor that it doesn't put it in fucking six font so I can see it. Um <laughs> I teleprompter over here. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> a school board in Tennessee voted unanimously, unanimously this month to ban Mouse, a Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel about the Holocaust from being taught in its classrooms because the book contains material that the board members said was inappropriate for students. According to minutes of its meeting, the 10 person board in McMinn County, Tennessee voted on January 10th to remove the book from the eighth grade curricul- curriculum uh, members of the board said the book, which portrayed Jews as mice and Nazis as cats in recounting the author's parents' experience during the Holocaust, contained inappropriate curse words and a depiction of a naked character. Um, there is some rough object, object, ugh, objectable <laughs> sorry, uh, language in this book, said Lee Parkson, the director of schools for McMinn County in Eastern Tennessee, according to minutes of the meeting, um, Art Spiegelman, the author of Mouse, said he was baffled by the decision. This is disturbing imagery, he said in an interview on um, Thursday, which is Holocaust Remembrance Day. Oh, that was another thing. They banned it on Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yeah. Um, I- but you I- know what? I- ironic. Yeah. He says, but you know, but you know what? It's disturbing history. After reading the minutes of the meeting, uh, Mr. Spiegelman said he got the impression that the board members were asking, why can't they teach a nicer Holocaust? Which is exactly how it sounds. Uh, Mr. Spiegelman published the first volume of the book in 1986 and the second in 1991. I thought it was older, to be honest. I thought it came out in like the 70s. Um, But, you know, I'm just a stupid kid back then, so I didn't know. Um, (laughs) And the graphic novel received a special Pulitzer in 1992. Mr. Spiegelman's parents survived Auschwitz. His mother died by suicide. The McMinn County Board of Education said in a statement on Thursday that it had removed Mouse um, from the curriculum because of its unnecessary um, use of profanity and nudity and its depiction of violence and suicide, you know, all factual to the event that it is portraying. Right, right. I added that last bit. Um Quote, one of the most important roles of an elected board of education is to reflect the values of the community it serves. The statement said, adding that the book was too adult orientated uh, for for use in its schools. The board said that it did not diminish the importance of teaching students about the Holocaust and that it understood the obligation to teach younger generations about those events. The board said it would look for other works that would accomplish the same educational goals, but in a way that was appropriate for students. The board's vote was reported by a local news outlet, the Tennessee Holler, of course, 
hold on, my eyes are your eyes just start watering and they start burning and you're like, Jesus Christ. You're, you're getting emotional. Um, you're getting emotional. I'm tearing up. I was pissed off. I I fucking hit Steve up with this. I was like, you see this fucking shit? Um, the decision comes as the anti-defamation defamation. defamation oh, I can't read today. Defamation. Defamation. Thank you. League um, and others have warned of a recent rise in anti-Semitic incidents, incidents and amid a broader movement to ban books that address certain ideas about race, as well as those that address sex and LGBTQ issues. In Virginia, the the Spots Spotsylvania what <laughs> Spotsylvania <laughs> County School Board voted unanimously last year to have books with sexually explicit material, um, sexually explicit quoted by the way, material removed from school library shelves in York County, Pennsylvania. Teachers and students protested against and overturned a ban on a selection of books told from the perspective of gay, black, and Latino children. Like you say, like, gay, and you're like you kind of go, oh, because that's current shit, and you're like, these people are being assholes. But then black and Latino each other, wait a minute, like, what the <laughs> fuck? We can't tell stories from that? No. and Because most, right. most of the time, it makes the white people uncomfortable. Uh, um, oh, I'll tell you something after this, too, by the way, speaking of white people. Um, and Republican lawmakers in Texas have pushed to reframe history lessons and play down uh, references to slavery and anti-Mexican discrimination because, you know, it makes them look bad. Um, during the McMinn County Board's discussion of Mouse, by the way, um, for those who are unaware of this comic, Mouse is spelled M-A-U-S. It's the German word for mouse, um, just because mouse and mouse, while right. different words, <laughs> are spelled completely different. Um, several board members discussed the possibility of redacting profanity or said they did not object to teaching the history of the Holocaust. One of the board members, Mike Cochran, said he objected to the language and the depiction of nudity. What a soft-ass bitch, bro. Um, we don't need this stuff to teach kids history, he said, according to the minutes. We can teach them history, and we can teach them graphic history. We can tell them, we can tell them exactly what happened, but we don't need all the nakedness and all the other stuff. Wow. Uh, Mr. Cochran and other board members did not immediately respond to requests for comments, comment on Thursday. Um, I'm, I'm almost done, I promise. Representative Steve Co Cohen, uh, Democrat of Tennessee and the state's first Jewish congressman, said on Thursday that censoring books about the Holocaust or about slavery and lynchings, and lynchings or other atrocities was a way to purge one's understanding of the horrors of what humanity is capable of. It's depressing to see this happen anywhere in the county in the country, and when it comes to censoring an easy way to reach children and teach them about the Holocaust, it's particularly disturbing, Mr. Cohen uh, said in an interview. The U.S. Holocaust Museum said in a statement on Twitter that use, using books like Mouse to teach students about the Holocaust could inspire students to think critically about the past and their own roles and responsibilities today. And this... Um, their tweet was uh, Mouse has played a vital role in educating about the Holocaust through sharing detailed and personal experiences of victims and survivors on the eve of International Holocaust Remembrance Day. It is more important than ever for students to learn this history. Back to the article, which is almost done. It was unclear what book would replace Mouse in the curriculum. At one point during the board meeting, one of the members, Rob Sham Shamblin, asked what other books the school would have to remove from the curriculum 
if it removed this one on the basis of foul language. Classic books on elementary school reading lists, such as Bridge of Bridge to Terabithia, The Whipping Boy, and To Kill a Mockingbird, also includes foul language. School principal said, "Yeah, and even um, that, uh, I think To Kill a Mockingbird doesn't. Uh, no, that, that I'm thinking of a different one. To Kill a Mockingbird has the N word in it a few yeah. times. Oh, I was thinking of um, When the Cage Bird Sings. That uh, is taught in school, and that has. Oh uh, yeah, that has molestation in it. Yeah." Um, so when, when they asked that, they said that falls under another topic for another day. The chairman, Sharon Brown said, um, as the Parath contributed, contributed reporting. So, and I told Steve, when I brought this up, I said, note that last bit, because that's where it starts. Like, yeah. oh, we did it with this one. Now what other ones can we get rid of? Right. You know what I mean? Listen, it kind of pissed me off. It kind of hit close to home because when I was in. Middle school, um, we read Mouse in history class. And a lot of kids – listen, I'm not going to say the book doesn't affect you. A lot of kids in the class crying, you know, and and had a couple of, couple of Jewish kids in the class that were really feeling that shit. But you know what? We fucking learned something. You learn the, the actual – you learn what the word atrocity means. You know what I mean? Yeah. And – this whole oh, it's got naughty words. Fuck off! That is not why you're banning it, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, well, a lot you're of, banning it because it's about Jews. That's why you're banning it. And you're banning it because there's a whole over the last year, there has been this whole. I mean, some of you may have heard that recording uh, in the of the Texas uh, Education Board where they requested teachers to teach both sides of the Holocaust. Um, there isn't no boat with the Nazi side. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, stupid, and to and to uh, you know not make it so definitive of a thing. And it's like this is basically the the this is the Nazi this is the Holocaust deniers movement that's getting in there. And this is and what affects me most, and this is what bothers me, is Republicans used to be pro Israel, pro Jewish people. Pro, you know, America, Stars and Stripes, but conservatives are moving heavy to Nazism, to you know, anti-vax, to just this this whole kind of crazy thing where you know they they talk about Reagan and stuff like that, but Reagan would be like, "Fuck all of you." Reagan like, would punch someone like I, Reagan wasn't perfect, no. but if if you went up to Reagan and said, "We're going to ban Mouse," because he'd be like, "Shut the fuck up." And not <laughs> he wouldn't only, be playing that shit. Not dude. only that, but hearing Tucker Carlson saying like, "Well, you know, Russia has a right to pr- protect itself, and if it has to go into the, you know, into the Ukraine yeah, or whatever, big, you know, bad U- Ukraine, yeah, Come you know, on, it, it's, it's got to defend itself." And it's like going, you know, all the old Republicans will be like, "When are we defending Russia now? Like, when did that become a thing?" And so this whole thing of them saying that, "Oh, it's got naughty words." No, it's part of the critical race theory issue. It's making white people because most of and I'm going to say this and I'm not going to sit there and say like not all. I'm going to say most because you're hearing you're, because anybody who's opposed to it is not really saying much because they don't want to be ostracized in their neighborhoods for being pro Jew or whatever. They're letting this happen because they're getting these people into school boards. They're electing these people into school boards to where they're actually saying Nazis weren't all that bad. Hitler was misunderstood. The Unanimous, media, the, me, bro. the media is over there making it a bigger deal than it is. The biggest thing that caught me 
was that it was a unanimous vote. Not one motherfucker on that board yeah. was like, hold up. First of all, I can almost guarantee no one on that board even fucking read it. Oh, that's usually the case. For one. Yeah. Naughty words. And then like Newton. Bro, shut the fuck up. First of all, if any of these assholes didn't have their head up their ass, they would know that the music these kids, their kids are listening <laughs> to in the eighth grade are way worse than Mouse. Yeah. And it's, you just, know, and it's, it's just fucking, it's, it's disgusting. And you know what, what you say about the whole not saying not all and whatever, I fully agree. And I'm white. I fully agree because you have, because complacency is just, just as bad. People in Tennessee should be freaking the fuck out about this right now. And then maybe there are, maybe there are some that are, I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been, I don't live in Tennessee, but this is a big deal. I, I mean, it was in the fucking times. I just read the article from the New York times. It usually means it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, but it's like, it, it just shocked me. It shocks me because it feels like as we move forward as a society, parts of us are regressing oh, yeah. and it's always, you know what it feels like too. And I know this is the way it is, right? We're moving forward. You know, we're moving more people are, the society's changing and evolving as it always does. But then you got the old hats that are like – and it's not even the old hats. It's just old ways of thinking that are like trying to fight back. Like, yeah. no, I don't want things to change. Yeah. Because we even said a lot of old, older people in the 50s and 60s – you talk to some old cats. Most of them are not going to be hit with this shit. Yeah. Like, we're Nazis now? Like, what, what the fuck is this? But then at the same you know, time, you're going to also have the other ones that are like – because they're immigrants. Oh, we don't want those. We don't want the Jews, the Catholics. You know, Catholics it, couldn't even. Catholics couldn't even. You know, were frowned upon the public office. Oh why, yeah. Why do you think Kennedy made such a big stir when he got elected? Mm -hmm. Oh, we're gonna take orders in from the, the Vatican now. In the twentieth fucking century, no yeah. less. Kennedy was a big deal because he was Catholic. Because yeah. well, they said that because he he answers to the Pope. Yeah. It's just. It pissed me off. Okay, <laughs> it pissed me off because. Um, I did, I remember this was probably one of the most impactful things I read in, in school was mouse. We only, I think we only read the first one cause it's two volumes. Yeah. I don't remember, but it, it was, it kind of blew my mind and it opened what it, what stuff like this does is it opens your mind. It opens you to thinking about things a little subjectively thinking about things different, like, okay. Why did this happen? What happened? Blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, it's shocking. Definitely. There were some, there's some parts of that book that are fucking horrible, but it's not horrible because it's trying, it's not like a, your recent horror movie in the movie theater kind of horrible. It's, it's not, horrible because it's not, it happened. It's not an episode of South Park or Family Guy, which is no. horrible just to be horrible. No, it has shit to say. And it's, and it's not like it's fiction, but that's the thing. It's just that you, you get these, you know, and I, the reason I bring it up to critical race theory is because you have people like, I don't want my children feeling bad because they're white. If you're feeling bad because of what somebody else did in the past, I think there's something going. It's that whole thing of like, why do you hate gays so much? You know, right. it's that kind of thing. It was so funny. So this is what I was going to tell you. And I'm not before I even say this, I'm not saying I'm some, some kind of great guy. I just it, it proves a point. But he is. I am. Well, I am. You know, I'm pretty decent. Um, my my daughter has a really good friend who happens to be black. Okay, she was over the house because she spent the night, and I was changing a light bulb in the kitchen. 
<laughs> this is the framing of the story. Okay, this is the and start everyone, of the joke. How many atoms right. does it take? <laughs> it obviously takes too many because this fucking ball was stuck in the thing. It's a recessed one. I couldn't get it out. Oh. Um, but as with any household where you have mostly girls, and this is going to sound sexist, but it's mostly girls, and you have a, a husband there or a father, everyone's watching me change the light bulb. They're not doing anything. <laughs> right. They're just watching me. Um, How long does it take and, your dad to fall? <laughs> right. So my daughter said something. It was a joke about like oh, white people, you know. She's half Caucasian, she's also half not, but it's just a joke. I don't care. Like it's if as long as it's funny, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter to me. Right. So, um, and also too, I I understand that I'm white. I'm not claiming I'm not, but I know what people mean when they say white people. White people is not an actual thing to me. It's a it's like a construct. It's it's the shitty people, right? Because <laughs> you know what I mean, like w- whatever. It's it. Some people are kind of dumb, and they just like mm-hmm. I'm white and proud. Proud of what? Like <laughs> it doesn't. That's not a culture. Proud of it makes no sense. What? <laughs> what you- I explain. I explain to my kid. I'll tell this afterwards. But I explain to my kids the whole white black thing, and and it makes sense to them. I'm trying to evolve these kids. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So, she says a white joke, and and Ava goes. My daughter, Ava's like, oh, sorry, dad. But that's also a joke. Her apologizing. I said, shut up, Ava. They're joking around. <laughs> and her friend who goes, um, yeah, but your dad's not really white. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> He's huh? the cool white. <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of looked at her like, what? And she's like, no, you're like Irish American, right? And I go. <laughs> that's white. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I am Caucasian. I, I, I from she goes no and she's a teenager so she's trying to find her words mm-hmm. and you know i'm a parent so i'm wait. i'm waiting i'm just looking at her up on a ladder going what you know like what are you talking about and she said like you have a culture and stuff <laughs> and i go okay yes i i'm not from here so i was raised in a particular style and she goes I guess what I'm trying to say is like you have some flavor, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but no, and then later she she was I explaining some hot it. sauce. Let's just tell you that, <laughs> right? <laughs> she was explaining that when like her mom or whatever, you know, as as a she says as a black kid, I go, uh huh. She goes, when we say white people, this white people that we're talking about the crazy ones on TV who think we should be sent back to Africa. <laughs> And I go, I know that. That's why I laughed at the joke. <laughs> like, I thought it was funny. <laughs> but um, I tell my kids, you know, white doesn't exist. And my kid, one of my kids had a, um, it's just a general term. It exists as a general term, but you should, it's not something to be proud of. Like, you know, when you say you're proud of being white, I it's incident red flag to me. I'm like, wait a minute, you know? My kids had a very valid question for a child. I think it was my youngest son. So he's like 11. He was 10 at the time. He goes, well, people say they're proud of being black. And I go, that's because a lot of black people don't know exactly where they came from. Yeah. You can't keep claiming a continent. Right. You know, and they don't have any attachment to it because they didn't really bring much from there because it was taken from them. So that's a special circumstance. That's what I tell my kids. So they are black American and it's a, that's a culture within itself. And and I go, oh, okay. But white isn't a thing. I'm like, no, white is not a thing. American is a thing. Right. You can say you're American, but we're all American. But that's why people say they're white, because they don't want us 
all oh. to be in, in under the same umbrella. Exactly. I said people who are proud of being white are racist, yeah. essentially, <laughs> or just horribly misinformed. I said I'm a little proud. I'm proud of um, having like Irish ancestry, mm. you know, because of the struggle and the history of that. And, you like, and inventing chainmail and whiskey, yeah. you know. And you and but, you, you eat potatoes like there's no tomorrow. That's but, right. You, know. you damn right. There's no <laughs> potatoes in the house. Something's wrong. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> but I'm also, you know, I tell my kids, am I Irish though? No. I mean, genetically, yeah. <laughs> but I'm American, you know. Right. It, you know, and it's it's all in all, none of it really matters. But it's it's just either way. Fuck this tangent. <laughs> It's been sold out. It's sold out currently, obviously, because it's in the news. People have been buying it up. They will reprint it. I suggest anyone who hasn't read Mouse to definitely um, pick it up. It's not – it is a comic book, but it's like a graphic novel, and it's yeah. not attached to Marvel or DC or anything like that. It, it came out as a book. Um, you I can get – like I, I don't read anything that's not DC or Marvel. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> you can get it. In either volume one and volume two, or the complete set. Obviously, complete set would be the best way. As soon as that shit's ready to go, it's not digital either, which bugged me. And it might become digital now that it's yeah. popular again, but um, definitely, it's it's worth. It's not going to make you smile, <laughs> but it's definitely worth a read. Somebody, and somebody, if you have, oh, go ahead, huh? No, finish. Oh, I was I was going to say, if you have children who are middle school, high school level, give them give them the book, have them read it. Fuck Tennessee. Because the Holocaust happened, and we need to remember that human beings, just like you and me, are capable of some of the most disgusting things, but also capable of rising above it. And we're never going to learn that if we're burying shit because it's got naughty words in it. Get the fuck out of here. But this is 1984? Now I'm claiming it. <laughs> what's funny, too, is that you know Holocaust Remembers Day. This was a couple of days ago, uh, from this recording anyway. And this weekend... All around, like in Canada, in the United States, there are Nazi rallies. People having, like, holding up signs saying that, you know, the holding, um, wearing Nazi flags and stuff like that on street corners in like Florida, Ottawa, Canada, because one of the, um, uh, one of these beer manufacturers is Jewish owned, put out a statement saying that, like, kind of like, what the fuck are we doing here? Um, you know, it, it's just like, it's disgusting. And it's like, you know, because the thing is, is that, you know, Nazis hated, hated Jews. They also hated gays. And, you know, we can pretty much be sure, you know, they don't like blacks because usually it's the same incorporated into the American Nazis. So, you know, if you don't think this is an issue, well, and then even, even fucking Nazism. If, if you want to turn it into an ism was created by a man who was insane and then also. It more was just an ends to a means. It was like, look, let's hate all these people because fascism only works if you're afraid. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Because honestly, and I, I've read a lot of I mean, we all have. We've all read a lot of things about World War II, but a lot of like historical analysts have said if the war ended, Nazi would have just it would have just fell apart. Yeah. Cause it needed that engine to keep going, you know, and it's like anyone who I'm I I I I can only believe that anyone who claims to be what are the neo Nazi yeah. the the newer people they just can't read like like physically I'm not joking like I don't think they can read a book because 
anyone who would follow that, even if you don't like people who aren't white, is so fucking dumb. And then <laughs> something that I laugh when I see it is you see these neo-Nazis, which the American flag, but where the stars should be is the Nazi emblem. Like, how? <laughs> Those two things don't, they don't work together. We fought a war over this. Right. Like, get it together. And you see a lot, some young people over there, too. Get somebody in to help these kids out. Learning some dumb shit. Uh, Always in the South, too. Yeah. You um, know? So, spinning, dovetailing the, the that Irish thing, I was, uh, I've been watching um, MSNBC, and they've been talking about the Irish and the Russians. Because um, apparently, near oh, Ireland... Yeah, what the fuck is going on? So, apparently... <laughs> The Russians want to do naval war exercises near um, near Ireland, which is in this fishing lane where most of the Irish, you know, most of the, the Irish fishermen go out and fish. And the government's like, no, you can't do that. And Russia's kind of like, yeah, we kind of can. So, um, and uh, they, so... The Irish fishermen instead went over to Russia and was basically saying, you're not going to do this. You can't do this. This is our lane. You know, this is where we go and we've meet, you know, we get food and shit like that. And they said after some negotiate, after some discussions, the, the Russians backed off. That's fucking right. And uh, then when the Irish, the fishermen came back, said like, yeah, no, it, we, we're, we're OK. You know, the Russians backed off. And of course, Putin doesn't want to say like, "Oh, I didn't back off. I didn't do any of that shit," you know. Um, and uh, one of the guys on um, MSNBC, who's Boston Irish, was like, "Going, yeah." He goes, "So they sent the uh, Murphy clan out there." He goes, <laughs> "On ships of war." He, he goes, right. I'll, "I'll tell you." He goes, "You're done when you're sending Murphys out there." He goes, "I've known plenty Murphys in Boston." He yeah. goes, "And you're pretty much done if you're sending the Murphys out there." You know, and somebody was going, well, shouldn't the government been in there? And they go, well, the government tried. And then they just said, you know what? Just send the Murphys in there. Just send them. He was fine. You want to deal with them? You deal with them yourself. You know, that kind of thing. Two things you don't get in between with the Irish, with an Irishman, okay? His food or his <laughs> livelihood. You're about to get <laughs> fucked up. And when both mix, <laughs> you know. Wrong. Listen, I, big ups to, to Ireland for real. Because they try to be diplomatic in the official way, and then that didn't work. Because, listen, I'm not going to sit here and argue if Russia's a big bad guy or not, whatever. But what Russia is, Russia's a bully. Yeah. They've always been that way. They like to push people around yeah. to do things. It's what they're doing with the Ukraine right now. They're yeah. surrounding their Ukraine so the Ukraine will go, fine, we'll do what you want. Yeah. You know, And no one really does warfare that way anymore. America kind of does, but in a... They're a little more slick about it. <laughs> Russia don't give a fuck if you know that they're being a bully. That's the thing. <laughs> so that's what they did with I, I, the Irish. No thanks, bro. <laughs> fuck you. And also England didn't say a motherfucking thing. That's fucked up. <laughs> England could have said something, Well, bro. that's what their complaint was. They're like, well, shouldn't it, like Ireland be, not be standing alone? Like, shouldn't the U.S. and, like, the UK and like some other countries have been like have, always you know. that fucking way, dude. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, it's but ridiculous. Then, but I'm sure everybody and well, let's be honest, Biden is probably like, a, you know what? They're dealing with the let the Irish deal with it. 
they'll be able to right. handle it a lot better than anybody else. You would. damn fucking right. <laughs> they were like, you know what? Maybe we're gonna leave. It's like I it's keep, just two fishing boats. We're gonna leave. I, to me, I just I keep picturing like them going up to like the Russian consulate, looking like fucking out of the gangs of New York. You know, like them marching up, you know, down the, up the street. With... No, you know, it's probably cats with like big ass beards. <laughs> Fucking stepping off of these old wooden ships and shit. Just like, hey, what are the fuck dudes, out of here. One of the dudes look like Daniel Day-Lewis from Gangs of New York. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, Racist? Yes. But accurate? Definitely. <laughs> my, uh, I just, I don't know what's going on with Russia lately. Russia's been, somebody pissed in their Cheerios. Because they're over there acting foolish. Um. That whole Ireland thing, I was like, really? <laughs> and honestly, the funny thing was, Russia just made themselves look stupid. Like, yeah. because I- Ireland as a nation is passive. They don't get involved in conflicts. So why are you bullying them? <laughs> like, <laughs> you look you look like Germany where they were, like, bullying. Didn't Germany bully one of the fucking, it was like Switzerland or something. Like, they were talking shit to one of the, like, the neutral countries and everyone was like bro for real like calm down <laughs> you know what are you doing <laughs> like, they're not involved they're just over there making chocolate and shit they ain't doing any, any of that shit so it's like <laughs> all i know is i ireland might be passive they also on that fuck around and find out shit exactly okay and russia <laughs> fucked around and they found out <laughs> they just sent a bunch of irish and boston irish over there it's like <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> A couple of my cousins went over. You know, they didn't have anything else to do. Bill Burr went over there too. You know? <laughs> Bill Burr went over there, sort of out. Like the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg at the front of the ship. You know. By the way, Putin, <laughs> say hi to your mom for me. Yeah, for real. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we're trying to stay ad free, and we, we can uh, we sh- and that'll keep us editorially independent but we can only do that with your support so to help us out head over to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button it's you can't sexy help us out too with... it's sexy oh yeah it is is it it is oh okay <laughs> it's got a picture of adam's beard <laughs> <laughs> oh well she got all the money now uh if you can't help us with cash it's cool don't worry about it um, you could also help us out by recommending the show to your friends and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, not Spotify, because we're not there anymore. Um, <laughs> wherever you can, in the public bathroom of choice, um, in go to fucking. You know what? You know what you should do if you have access to like a vinyl recorder. Just record it on a vinyl. <laughs> Put that shit on Discogs.com or something. Sell it. Okay, you know what I mean. And and if you do, here's here's this is special just for this episode. If you're listening, even if you do have the money to donate to us, buy mouse. Go out and get yourself a copy. Yeah, of buy mouse. mouse. Get yourself a copy of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Or a Neil Find Young it album. Somewhere. Or a Neil Young album. <laughs> or even if you can't buy mouse, hit up the social media and be like, everyone should buy mouse. There you go. And uh, silly shit. And you can also check out our other show, the Lazy Geeks Net on the Lazy Geeks Network, the Away Team. Which is our Star Trek centric podcast that we recap every episode of Trek in Canonical Order with a bit of a twist. This week's episode is actually uh, kind of a touching one too. It's it's, it's it's I thought it was a really good episode this week. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but you and you can find that wherever you found this one. Um, and if you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, hit us up on social media: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. Woo! Nailed it What's first the... try. Here we go. 
<laughs> I read while I was reading the first part, I read that four times. <laughs> like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. <laughs> That's right. Fuck that tongue twister bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for us this week. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Ryan. Uh, we're thinking so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.